So, you're on vacation and things go horribly wrong. If you're falling from a cliff, do your best to break your way down to several parts. The shorter, the better. Each of the segments will absorb some impact of the fall, and you'll have much higher chances of surviving. Try to grab onto a sturdy object like a bush or a rock on your way to the bottom to slow down your movement. A piece of wood or a plank can also be useful. It might help you to soften your fall when you hit the ground. If your pan has caught fire, don't take it outside or try to put the fire out with water. It'll worsen the situation. Cover the flames with a metal lid. This way, you'll take away the source of oxygen. Your movement should be fast, but smooth and calm. Remember to keep the lid between yourself and the flames. Leave it on until the pan has cooled. If a fire is tiny and manageable, you can use salt or baking soda to put it out. By the way, using baking powder, flour, and other cooking powders that look like salt or baking soda is a big no-no. They won't help you because their chemical makeup is different. If you find yourself in a panic-stricken crowd, your main task is to create some space around yourself. To do it, keep your hands by your chest, your arms bent at the elbow. Boxers often use this position to protect their vital organs. Don't cross the crowd's path. Move together with it, slowly drifting toward one of its sides. Be careful not to block anyone's way, because in this case, you can be pushed to the ground. If you're with your family, put the kid on your shoulders and let the weaker members of the family go in front of you. This way, you'll be able to control the movement and won't lose anyone. If someone's attacking you from behind on the street, stomp on their foot. Do it with all the strength you have and aim for the top of the foot. It can damage and even break several foot bones, which will make it difficult for the attacker to follow you. Now, if you get locked in a car trunk, try to send an SOS signal to people outside. To do it, look for the taillights wires. There are usually at least two of them for each light. Find something sharp in the trunk and cut one of those wires. When you connect the ends again, the lights will flash. If your car brakes suddenly stop responding, ask the passengers, if you have any, to make sure their seatbelts are buckled. Then turn on the emergency lights. Inform other drivers you're having an emergency by using your car horn and long-range lights. With strong and abrupt moves, press the brake pedal. That's how you can create pressure in the braking system. After that, downshift carefully and put the gear shift into the L position. If your car has a mechanical gearbox, press the clutch pedal. After that, use manual brakes, but do it very slowly. A sudden movement and your car will begin to drift. To slow your car down, you can also try to turn left and right going from one row to another. If you've fallen through ice into freezing water, try to get back to the edge of the ice. Don't pull yourself out by grabbing it. The edge will keep breaking and you'll exhaust yourself in no time. Kick your legs until your body is positioned horizontally in the water. After that, get out of the water and onto the ice like a seal. Once you've made it there, don't stand up. Remain spread out. This way your weight will be distributed over a larger area. Then the ice will be less likely to break. The most effective way to help a person who's choking is to perform the Heimlich maneuver. But what if you choke while you're on your own? Well, make a fist with one hand and position the thumb side above your navel but below your ribcage. Grab this fist with your other hand and lean over a table edge or a chair. Then start pressing into the upper part of your abdomen using fast upward thrusts. Repeat them until the foreign object pops out. 
Or you can stand on your elbows and knees and then throw your arms forward really fast. You'll fall flat on the floor with your arms stretched out in front of you and your chest and stomach hitting the ground. It'll push the air out of your lungs and hopefully dislodge the object stuck in your airway. The whole process is going to be painful, but it can save your life. If you're at sea and spot a whirlpool coming toward you, don't panic. If you understand which way it's spinning, ride its side and use the whirlpool's current to catapult you out of danger. If you start fighting it, you're likely to get pulled inside. There's also a chance a whirlpool will dissolve or become weaker closer to the bottom. So if you do get trapped by it, take a deep breath and wait for an opportunity to swim away and up. If you're stuck in a falling elevator, lie down on your back and try to occupy as much space as possible. Your body fat and muscles are compressible. They'll absorb the impact force. If you can't lie down, opt for sitting. It's still better than standing. Your backside will act like an airbag in a car. But whatever position you take, try to cover your head. The best way to do it is to put one arm in front of your face and the other on the back of your neck. A lightning storm might catch you out in the open, and there will be nowhere to hide. Kneel or squat down with your head between your knees and your hands covering your ears. If there's a tall object in the area, stay away from it. There must be a distance of at least two objects' heights between you and this thing. Other people count too. So if you get caught in the storm with a group of friends, spread out until it's over. If you get trapped under some debris, for example during an earthquake, your main task is to protect your breathing organs. Plus, you have to make your air supply last as long as possible. Take your shirt off and tie its bottom in a knot. Then put it back on your head through the neck hole. The knot should be on the top of your head. This way, you'll get a makeshift hood that will protect your face from dust, sand, and debris. It will also provide you with a bit of oxygen while you're trying to get back to the surface. If you see a tornado closing in and you have no basement in your house, lie down in a bathtub. Use a pillow to protect your head from all kinds of debris that may fall down. Experts claim that the plumbing in the bathroom walls adds structural strength to this place. But if your bathroom has windows or an exterior-facing wall, opt for a more secure place, for example, a closet. The more walls that separate you from the tornado, the better. Smoke is the most life-threatening thing about a house fire. If you find yourself trapped in a burning building, stay low and crawl toward the nearest exit. The smoke usually rises up to the ceiling. That's why crouching might help you to avoid inhaling it. If you have a piece of cloth or a handkerchief, put it against your mouth. It'll act as a filter against the smoke. If you got stuck in quicksand, do all you can to keep your head and arms above the surface at all times. Start to carefully wiggle your legs. Quicksand should fill the space they once occupied. As soon as you can, stretch out on your back. It'll increase your surface area. Keep making tiny movements until your legs are free. You can also use backstroke motions with your arms. It'll help pull your legs out. If you've gotten caught in an avalanche and are being dragged along with a huge mass of snow, try to stay on top of it. To do it, make swimming motions with your whole body as if you were moving against the river current. When you feel the avalanche is slowing down, try to raise something over its surface. It can be your arm, leg, or a ski pole. This way, rescuers will find you more easily. With the other hand, make a small air pocket in front of your face. Try to slow down your breathing to save as much air as possible.
Bottom line, if all these things keep happening to you over and over, you're not very lucky, are you? So please, don't invite me along on your next vacation.